0: This episode is brought to you by Drew Coffee. It feels weird to say this myself, but people have been saying some really incredible things about Drew Coffee up to this point. Um and as you can imagine it's just an absolutely amazing feeling to get that sort of support and love and feedback. So for those of you that have tried Drew already, thank you so much. It means the world to me. And for those of you who haven't but you love coffee, please please go and give it a try. Um the other thing just quickly is I want to share more about the business's journey with you guys on adulting. And part of that journey is all the trial and error that you go through. Like literally with strategy, throwing things against the wall to see what sticks. So stick around. I have an incredible offer for you to try drew coffee for the first time. This is adulting like a mother, father. Thanks for tuning in to learn more. We applaud you. Now sit back, relax. So Baby, keep it pushing while we have a couple laughs. And maybe get a little mushy. But don't forget to take a deep breath. Adulting can be hard sometimes. Just take the next step. Pick the right foot up and put it in front of the left. You do this over and over and you'll be the head of the rest. And so let me introduce you to the star of the show, Daniela Monet. I bet you probably heard her say,
1: Chicago.
0: She's all grown up and got a little baby boy. His name is Gio. Dang, what a bundle of joy. We're a tribe of three, but we're building a community. So come along. It's time for some adulting.
1: Welcome back to Adulting Like a Mother Father. I'm Daniela Monet, the mother.
0: And I'm Andrew Gardner, the father.
1: And we're both adulting. Adults. Woo. I wish you guys could have seen the hand movement that Andrew and I were doing.
0: It's a bit aggressive, yeah. <laughs>
1: it was like we were on stage performing for people <laughs> and no one's here. Okay. Um. Clearly, there's a little bit of enthusiasm. Um, Slash
0: anxiety and it's just coming out in weird ways.
1: <laughs> literally out in weird ways. Um. We'll get Do into that. Do elaborate, please. Okay, you guys. So it is... Um just a couple days away from the big day, which is our scheduled C-section. Um, but I'll be three
0: to be exact. Three days. Sorry.
1: I'm sorry. Um, I'll be a hundo with you guys. Of course. Um, last night we like, I thought, I don't know. I thought that I was in like some pre-labor. Um, and so I, I mean, I guess I could walk you through a little bit so that if there's anyone listening with, um, With a pregnancy underway, or someone who's just curious about some of the signs, this is what I was feeling. I just felt like a noticeable kind of like impact of pressure on my low back and on my pelvic area, just like a lot of pressure. And then felt some soreness in my back. And then, you know, what's funny is it's like your mind is so powerful. I just started thinking, okay, so if this were to happen, you know what are the things that we need to accomplish like ASAP? So then you get the sweats and then the flushed cheeks. And so Andrew's looking at me like, Oh my gosh, like he look like you were a deer in a head in the headlights. That's an awful, awful term.
0: Well, what would but you like lived. to replace it with?
1: The deer lived. Okay. Just saw the headlights got spooked and walked away. All right. Um, and, and so we go into the bathroom. This is around like almost 10 o'clock at night. And I said, I'm going to wash my hair. Because I don't know if this is the last time I'm gonna wash my hair for a long time because you can't really shower after a C section for a little while.
0: Was that like an anxious, like, hair wash, like to sort of just get your body moving and do something so you got out of like the mindset that you were in right before that?
1: Yeah, and it did help. The warm water, the distraction, I was scrubbing the crap out of my scalp, like just really getting in there.
0: It does look nice today. Thank
1: you so much. Just way more clean. Exceptionally clean. Well, I went 13 days. Wow If you've been following me on Instagram i mean, I this can't is go too okay otherwise I'll have
0: dandruff.
1: <laughs> yeah you're you have the you have the opposite
0: yeah you weird, get just dry weird skin. scalp yep. I get oily mm-hmm.
1: um so yeah, that's basically the gist of it man i I went I showered, I washed my hair um Andrew sat on the toilet and let out all of his guts
0: <laughs> whoa dude- <laughs> whoa, oh, wait a minute
1: oh uh, we're not allowed to say that kind oh, of thing. I didn't know
0: we were going there. <laughs>
1: It was comical. He was so nervous.
0: (laughs) I'm uncomfortable now. I'm not going to lie.
1: Okay. So then I get out of the shower and he's like, so what do I wear to meet my daughter? As if that's the priority, which actually was very cute that you said that.
0: I think it's a priority.
1: No, it was. She's going to see
0: for the first time once.
1: Yeah, no, I understand completely. You know, also, she,
0: she I wanna impress her. I can't
1: really see very much, right?
0: Well, she'll see. No, they can see close, if yeah, I remember correctly. Like six inches, six to 12 inches.
1: <laughs> so really I'll get in there. i make sure she sees me. The whole OOTD wouldn't have been a huge thing, but I can no, understand. But I, will
0: tell you, I will tell you this. On that note, yeah. right, the listeners probably are not going to care whatsoever, but maybe if there's somebody in there and that likes Jordans or there's a guy in here that likes Jordans. I've had a pair of Jordan 13s, navy blue. Is it Flint gray or Flint blue? I forget. Anyways, my favorite Jordans ever. I never had them as a kid. So I bought them like when I started making some money and they've been sitting up in the shoe box in the closet and I've been waiting for a special day to put them on. Oh. And like the last few days leading up to this, I'm like, you know what? It's time. You're kidding I'm going to put these Jordans on when we go to the hospital.
1: That's so cute. Yeah. I genuinely am moved by that. Thank I you. I think that's really thoughtful.
0: Thank you. Yeah, I just can't see another day that I'm going to want to wear them. It's either I pick a day to wear them or I'll never wear them. I also thought maybe I'd never wear them and then give them to Gio when they fit him at some point.
1: Well, you can wear them this one time. Well, who knows if
0: thing. they even like they could fall apart by then.
1: Who knows? You
0: know, anyways, let's go back to what we were talking about. Okay,
1: so um, so then basically I, I got out of the shower. I was feeling a little less like achy and, and crampy. And I ended up having a beautiful night of sleep. I slept like a rock. That makes one of us. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, Because you know what? In reality, like, it is just sort of a waiting period, right? So, like, there's not much that I can do. And I know in your mind, you're like, call the doctor. Call someone who can help us or whatever. Like, but I know exactly what someone's going to say. They're going to say, this is normal. And I'm going to say, I feel like an idiot. Um, So... I just went to sleep. Yeah. But wouldn't you rather
0: have that, that validation, even if that's the case, rather than like, from my perspective, I can see like some anxiousness and a little worry. Like you're not really sure what you're feeling or if it's normal. And even if it's, even all they say is it's totally normal. Like personally, I would rather just hear that and say, Oh, okay, go on with my life.
1: Yeah, no, I, I understand it. Um, I think if I had felt something that was like sharp or weird, yeah, then I would have been more worried. But because it just makes complete sense, I lit- I have a child growing inside of me that has to eventually make its way out and there's going to probably be some changes at the yeah. very end. Yeah. Like I just kept rationalizing. Oh,
0: totally it. understandable. But I, from my perspective, like you were freaking out a bit. You, really? Yeah, you freak out a bit, like in these situations. Like your whole everything changes. Your demeanor, the way you say things, how quickly you say things. But
1: give give an example of freaking out. I'm not cr- I'm not like spazzing. I'm like just no, very no, focused, no, it's not and a full I get meltdown. very.
0: Yeah, it's just a little frantic.
1: Yeah, I just I start to hustle a little bit. I'm like, okay, pack my pack my. I think frantic's bag. the word, but. Okay. All right. <laughs> no,
0: it, it's totally normal. My thing is all. I guess all I'm trying to say is. I can see you change. Yeah. So that makes me feel differently. Okay. Right. So like for me as the protector and like, I just, I just would rather figure something out right away than than sit on it and like go through all those emotions that I feel like, selfishly for me, they exhaust me, Mm -hmm. you know? So I'd rather just try to solve the problem as quickly as I can. that's the only reason I would say, let's just reach out and run the stuff by the doctor or whoever, and just get an idea of, of whether or not this is normal. And if it's normal and that's all they say, cool.
1: Yeah. You're, you're funny like that though. Like you like to hear from someone and I'm much more like, I know my body, I, I am connected. This is all normal. But I can give myself that confirmation. I don't feel like I need, I'm like, what, how would they know? They're not in my Truth be body. told though,
0: you didn't know exactly what was going on last Like, it's easy, no, for you, read, it's easy for you to say it now, but last night you weren't like, oh, this is totally normal. This is just what's going to happen. It feels uncomfortable. But like, you know, this is saying that probably have a few days leading into birth. Like you were a little confused as to what you were feeling too, right?
1: A little bit, but as soon as we read that article...
0: Oh my
1: mm, gosh, your face mm, looks like a you're lying
0: right now. You're lying. No,
1: I'm not. No, I'm, I'm being honest with you. As soon as we read... The, I saw
0: confusion on your face. I saw worry on your face. That's, That's the only reason I I'm saying this.
1: That's to get um, flesh. My cheeks were red, and so it, it gave the illusion was as getting if... getting flesh. <laughs> 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 flesh? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Are you saying flesh or flush?
1: Well, I meant to say flesh, mm. and I said flesh flash.
0: Pam, if anybody understands what I just said, we've become best friends.
1: Oh gosh. Um, so long story short, we, um, did a lot in a little bit of time, which is great. We needed that. This is how we operate. This is not adulting. Um, this is not a good adulting tip, but I'm going to just tell you how we operate as an adult. We're like last minute Nellie's over here. You know, we need something to literally throw us into the game in order for us to Yeah, we
0: almost do better our boxes. just getting thrown off the cliff, right? Yeah. But I will give us some credit. We haven't accomplished everything that we wanted to accomplish. Like, in my, in my head, the greatest adulting move would have been to slowly accomplish this stuff over time and know that, like, at least a week before the scheduled day, everything was done and we're just, like, we're just nesting and focusing on, like, being in the right headspace and and being comfortable and like really gearing up to enjoy this. Mm -hmm. But again, coming back to giving us credit, like we have done some things that in the past we probably wouldn't have never done ahead of time.
1: No, the majority of the things are very much in, in place. And I feel like our environment is, is ready and, and things are good, but, um, But the bags and the little details, like, yeah. yeah, Oh, I got that bag packed. I know. (laughs) She's going to see in that good old hoodie. (laughs) Um, So, no, that was good for us. And then I woke up and um, I just still felt a little bit of like that weighted down feeling. So
0: you feel a lot of what you felt last night. Today.
1: Not, not to the extent, but I think it's also cause I'm not as much in my head. Mm. I think if I had felt period cramps today, then I would have been like, okay, this is labor. Yep. This is, you know, we're doing this, but because I just felt more of just like a constant sort of heaviness. Um, and then you just go about your day. So it's been a good day. You know, I feel like I've gotten a lot accomplished and it kicked us into a next gear, which we needed. And how do you feel?
0: I feel good. Um, yeah, I've talked a lot about being overwhelmed and the transition i felt recently, where getting more and more comfortable with the idea that like this is coming, whether I like it or not, and to just embrace it and enjoy it. And I'm still there. I think now it's like getting very serious, like it's happening, like it literally could happen today, mm-hmm. you know? Um I'm still embracing that completely. I'm just like, all right, just bring it on at this point, but also I know that there's like so many things on the task list that I would like to get done before Friday. Yeah, that I'm just in my head. I'm like, oh, please don't come till Friday. <laughs> you know, I got to do this, 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 and this. Yeah, um, but no, I'm ready for her. So ready for her.
1: Um, I just want to throw this out there because it's something that I've thought about, and it's not a huge ordeal, but it is something that like weighs a little bit on me. Is the fact that when you choose a date for a birth, like an elective C-section you're essentially choosing when she's you know she has no she has no option in the matter she's just coming out and that's the feeling for me that I'm like trying to accept because all my life I just envisioned myself having these like natural births and water or at home or whatever and just letting the baby come when they're ready to come and and listening to my body and now I I certainly feel a little off and like estranged with the idea of the C-section the closer we get. Cause I'm like, who is it? Who am I to decide? You know?
0: Yeah. You dictator.
1: <sighs> so I'm trying to wrap my head around all that because that's a weird feeling. Although I know that it's all good. She She's healthy and, and big. It's not like I'm prematurely making this decision. Um, but yeah, it is weird. So part of me was like nervous about last night and the feelings I was having, having, but I was also okay with it. Cause I'm like, man, if she's ready to yeah, come, she's like, telling us, I'm good. Like girlfriend, yeah. I'm, I'm just your vessel. Like you tell me,
0: yep. I, I, I think that's totally justified. I understand that. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, we could probably dissect it forever, but we made the decision to go into like an elective C-section because we, thought it was the best thing for us. So I don't, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And it's probably fairly common. Like a lot, I'm sure a lot of people come into the world that way. Yeah. I don't think it's anything that is looked down upon, but I can understand. Like,
1: I mean, you'd be surprised. Like I don't well, look at not, all my what's DMs. not looked down yeah. upon. Yeah. But there are certainly people that, and listen, I, I'm not, I'll be honest. Like I probably would have looked at someone differently had they, somebody, said, somebody's
0: come at you in your DMS because you have an elective C surgery.
1: Yeah. No, the reason for it is because there are so many benefits to having a natural birth and I'm well aware of them because Mm. it was something I wanted my whole life. Um, And that's why it's so weird for me to take such a progressive like route. Um, But I'm accepting of it because I had the experience I know that I I am capable of making good decisions. This was a well thought out decision and if something were to happen outside of the C section like if I were to go into labor, I would accept that too. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm very open. I I don't know how else to say it. Um do I wish that I can offer a very safe vaginal birth for my babies? Absolutely, but The truth was, I had you know kind of a an ironic birthing experience with Geo, and through all my labor, like my body wouldn't dilate, and there was a lot of trauma that happened to Geo, and and things could have gone really poorly, and I just want to be ahead of it in the event that I cannot have a natural birth. Yeah. Um. So that was part of the reason why we went this route. But if my body is open to having a natural birth, like by all means i i don't know man i feel like and i'm rambling there he
0: is now yeah Gio just woke up yeah well um, okay
1: let's take a quick break and then we can come back and answer a ton of your emails you guys thank you so much
0: yeah before we do that though i just want to say yes. one thing um i want to say that I'll support whatever you want to do. Like if you're, if you've changed your mind and you want to go a different route, I'll support that. Cause I think it's whatever is best for you is best for baby. And yeah. I'm behind it a hundred percent on the flip side of that. Don't let anybody make you feel bad about your decision because we had our own experience with geo. Um, and from my perspective, it was traumatic. Uh, I don't know if you would say that you feel the same way, but you know, sort of irrelevant. It's just that we had our own experience and we made this next decision based off of the experience that we had. And everybody has a different one, Yeah, you know? Yeah. So don't let somebody get into your head about what they think is the right move for you because they're not walking in your shoes.
1: And it's not actually like, I, I don't read a lot of those and I don't feel affected by that. It's actually my own instinct at this point, because I know how close I am and these are just my real feelings around it. Okay. So we can talk more about it, but, um, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back. You guys left us a lot of good emails. And if you guys want to leave us more, just hit us up at adulting, not at (laughs) the email is adulting, like a mother, father, just spelled out at gmail.com. And, uh, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back in a few with more adulting, like a mother, father.
0: All right, let's talk all things coffee real quick. I said at the start of the show that I had an incredible offer for you guys, and I do. um, But for all my coffee lovers out there, um, I thought that you just might appreciate a little bit of background about Drew Coffee. So here it goes. Uh, Drew was born from my passion of all things coffee. I've been drinking it for what feels like forever. uh, But we went to Italy in 2012, and I just absolutely fell in love with the coffee culture. And I knew coming back from that trip... That I would be a part of that world in some capacity at some point. I didn't know what it looked like or when, but I knew that it would happen. So fast forward to 2020 and drew coffee launches in November with the focus on bringing you the best coffee you've ever had in your own home and a focus on sustainability. So product first and foremost, but I really want to push the limits in terms of of what I can do and the example that I can be for other businesses and any businesses that start in the future. So I feel like we're accomplishing both. People have said amazing things about the coffee. Uh, and on the sustainability front, we're focusing on it from the way we source, uh, the way we roast and package the shipping materials that we use and even how it's shipped. So if you haven't tried Drew Coffee yet, and you want to, for the first time ever, you can get 50% off your first month when you subscribe at DrewCoffee.co with code ADULTING50. So subscribe at DrewCoffee.co. You can cancel any time, but you're going to get 50% off your first month with code ADULTING50. Have at it. And now back to Adulting Like a Motherfather.
1: father. All right, we are back, and I've got a couple um, emails that I can see, and then you can pull up the rest of them because I know some just came in as well. Yeah. Um, okay, so where did, where did they go? Oh, here. Okay. Um, oh, Olivia. This is from Olivia. She says, would you guys ever make a vegan cookbook or a startup guide? Hmm.
0: So interesting you asked that, Olivia. Wait, really? Yeah, well, I mean, I would help. Can, <laughs> I, can I spill it?
1: What do you mean? Can I spill it? Spill it. If you want,
0: Danielle has been wanting to do something like this for a long time. And obviously for, for so many reasons, it makes a lot of sense. Um, but I could see something like a cookbook in the works in the future. Just super, super easy, relatable meals that anybody can make on Mm. any budget that are going to fill you up, make you feel good. And, uh, just do the dang thing. You know? Dude,
1: that is my pitch right there. You should pitch this idea for me.
0: Done. I just did. Just record okay. it and we'll send it off. Okay.
1: No, easy is my vibe. Yummy is my vibe. Healthy is my vibe.
0: But also there would be a disclaimer in there that, Like, this is a recipe, but don't follow the recipe because <laughs> that's how Daniela does it. <laughs>
1: Yeah. So that's sort of the, the thing that's made it really difficult for me to actually take this seriously at times is because I'm not recipe oriented. So even when I make things, I can't necessarily replicate it to a T the next time because I don't follow any recipes.
0: Yeah. But even outside of the cookbook. Right. And this is just a separate thought here. Mm-hmm. Um I think she noted a, a vegan guide. A
1: startup guide, yeah. Like, I think That's it would cool. be great to have some
0: sort of platform that makes it super easy for anybody to jump into the vegan plant-based realm in any capacity, like down any category, Yeah. and like have things that they can try or different actions to take or whatever, just make like putting one toe in the water easier for people. Yes. That's
1: all I want to And also
0: to do. like just 0% aggressive because- None. In this world, like that is the thing that I like least. Yeah, I know. Is what, like, you're supposed to be
1: kind and compassionate and, and inclusive.
0: And it's like there are people and groups and whatnot, and that is the opposite of what they're doing. And I think they create a stigma for anybody else trying to make a change, and it just makes it tougher.
1: Damn. Listen to you go. Who gave this guy a mic?
0: You? I don't know what
1: that means. <laughs> No, no, I liked that. Who's that was Mike? actually really nice. <laughs> okay, so I have another email, and then you can read the other ones. Um, sure. This is from Anna. She says, how do you build your relationship up during quarantine? How do you convince your partner to go to a marriage counseling when they're not buying it?
0: Ooh. I'm going to let you take a stab at that one.
1: Okay. Um, well, first of all, I'll say it's not often that you're both ready for that. So I can understand the challenge of trying to convince your partner that it's something that you guys need because usually there's a defense mechanism that happens like, oh, there's not an issue or you feel like triggered because someone's saying that there's a problem because I've been in that position before, but... I'll be honest, like Andrew and I have taken some initiative to work on us recently. Um, We actually had our second session with our friend Rebecca that we we spoke about um, last episode or a couple episodes ago. And I don't know, I think you kind of have to jump. So if you can get your partner to sign on for like a, a one session and you have a good experience, then that's I don't know. That's sort of the catalyst, but you have to sort of just take the initiative and.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good approach. I'm just going to spit fire a little bit here. It may not all make sense, but I feel like some of our most productive conversations, especially when we've been really disconnected have come when like our backs are against the wall and we are as disconnected as we've ever been. Right. Mm -hmm. And then somehow we come together and we have the most chill, productive and meaningful conversations. And then that's where the ideas of like, let's take actionable steps, like seeing a, a therapist or whatever come in. And I feel like maybe it comes down to like, you know, you know, your partner, the best figuring out when they're in the, the best headspace for ideas like this. And then, um, in a way you become a salesperson. Like you got to ask the right questions. Like they may not think that anything's wrong, but maybe you can ask questions that are are more pointed at. Like, are you happy? Are there mm-hmm. things that could make you happier or more fulfilled? Are there things that like you're not getting from me that I could give you? And then I think when people get stuff like that, they give it in return just naturally, you know? And I think that could segue into you guys discovering that there are things missing for both of you. And then you're just in the right headspace to say like, yeah, I love you. You love me. Ultimately. I think we want the same thing. Like let's figure out what we got to do to get there.
1: So good. So good. It's true. It's all about learning how to communicate for that individual. Um, Because oftentimes, like you said, especially when you're up against the wall or if there's an issue at hand, you want to come at someone. You want to like say things in a way that like makes you feel like you're being heard. But in reality, that person's now feeling defensive because you're not spinning the question in a way that can help actually bring you to a resolution, Mm -hmm. Um, which takes a lot of thought and a lot of patience. And sometimes like for me, it might take like time to think about it. And then come back and this whole thing that Andrew and I are doing, which if you want to take this, it's really helpful. We do this whole like five minutes, five minutes conversation where we both are, we have like dedicated time to just say what's on our mind. Um, that's been helpful because no one's allowed to speak Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then you can't rebuttal afterwards. You just listen and then you say your piece, which could be something totally different. So, um, anyways, that was, that was a loaded question, but do you have, um, another email. And hopefully that helped you, Anna. Um, we get it. The struggle can be real.
0: Yeah. Let me see here. Okay. Yeah. So we have one from Krista from Austin, Texas. So thank you for reaching out, Krista. She says, um, my question is, will y'all ever get married? I love the y'all. Will y'all ever get married or is that just not important to y'all? My boyfriend and I also aren't married, but have our seven month old and have been together for about five years, but we're also 20 and 22 XL excited for your baby girl.
1: Oh, um, go ahead.
0: Mm. Um, yeah, I think, okay. If I was just like fully transparent, it's, it's not a yes or a no, like it's up in the air. I think, I think it absolutely could happen. Um, I would like to be in the headspace where I feel like we've been, we've been going solid for a while and we've like made the steps that we could never make before. Cause it just makes me feel like from my perspective, at least you're it may not be perfect, but you're willing at points to put yourself aside for the betterment of the relationship. And if I feel that, that's all I need. So for me, it's just about effort. So as long as I see the effort, there's always been enough there for me to make lifelong commitment to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, hopefully that answers it.
1: That's That answers it very one-sidedly. For a lot of people listening, they probably heard that you're holding the carrot.
0: No, that's just for my – like that's what I would need to say yes. I want to – make this technically a lifelong commitment Mm -hmm. because imagine, and yeah, it's selfish, but that, I mean, I'm just me so that it's just my opinion. I know, know that I have things to work on myself, but I guess Mm -hmm. I'm just saying this is what I need externally to want to jump in.
1: Interesting. Okay. Yeah. No, I mean, I hear you. And I understand that that's something that you you're processing
0: like it's new. I'm scared.
1: No, no, no. It's, um, it's good. No, I, I know where you stand. Um, and listen, let me just first flat out say like the idea of, um, being married has a lot of luster and it, and it makes me feel, you know, a little giddy too sometimes, but it's certainly not something I focus on or think too hard about. So, Um, if we're just speaking hypothetically, like I like the idea of celebrating our love and our commitment and our time and just the family that we've created together. So I do look forward to that. And I want that for our kids. I want our kids to see us recognize like, you know, our commitment to one another and our love. Um, marriage feels like kind of separate or like an accessory to that. And I think that, I too would wait until I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I'm almost just saying this because you said this, but yeah, I, I do feel like there would be a time that felt more appropriate than now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Let me elaborate a bit or try to clarify mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Like I, I feel like I'm I was tiptoeing around that and being like a little delicate, but I want to own it a little bit more when you, Like when you're going to tell somebody, I'm going to give everything I've got to you for my, for the rest of my life and your life, like you just want to know that there's a feeling of that in return. And I'm not saying that you're not doing that. I'm just saying, I think anybody would feel like that. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't be cruising along going like, yeah, this is good. But like, there's also things that don't work for me or whatever. Let's just, let's just commit to a lifetime because, because that sounds cool. You know?
1: (laughs) Yeah. No, I, I do understand. Like, I think it is one of the few decisions in our life that we're actually really, really methodical about.
0: We also come from two broken families. So, and that's all I saw around me. I I probably have maybe, and I'm sure a lot of people are in the same position, but I've maybe a, a few max friends around me that have parents that have been together. Since, since we were kids.
1: Yeah. No, we, we don't have a ton of examples around us that we want to emulate, but I don't think that that should ever be the marker, you know, because I really do believe that we can create whatever life we want. Um, and we should never model it off after someone else. I think it's great to be inspired, but we could have that if we wanted it.
0: Yeah. 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 It's really going off of there. I, again, I want to, I don't know why I feel like I want to press on this a little bit. Because everything is good between us right now. Borderline great. Mm -hmm. Um, There's so much good that's going on in our life. But the reality isn't because I just want to be transparent for people. The reality is, is that we have had major challenges over our time together. Right. Just things where like we've felt periods of time where we felt disconnected and like you don't make the effort. I don't make the effort. Like we cannot seem to meet in the middle. We can't we can't communicate on each other's levels or whatever. It's been really challenging at times. Right. I personally just want to see that though those things are getting better mm-hmm. and that it's real and the effort is real and I don't need it to be gone tomorrow. I just need to know that, like, we have finally gotten to a point where we've got each other's backs. We're willing to work on us for each other. We're working, willing to work on ourselves for each other. And there's effort there. And like, for me, that's it. That's enough for me.
1: And then what, you rush into the altar?
0: <laughs> Maybe, I don't know.
1: I mean, do you even love the idea of a wedding?
0: Um, Some days yes, some days no.
1: What 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 about it you don't love? What about it is that you don't love?
0: Uh, I think it's the surface stuff. I think it's, the it's logistics. a super expensive day. Oh, yeah. Um, there's all kinds of like feelings involved of people, like getting invited, not getting invited, like being a bigger part of it or not being a bigger part oh, of it. Oh, gosh. There's all these things that I feel like when it comes down to it, they have nothing to do with the day is actually about. And it seems like so much goes into it and it really becomes almost a day for everybody else, but you and like the whole reason it started was because you two wanted to make the commitment and celebrate that commitment.
1: Yeah. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm not down for any of that drama, let me tell you. I feel like just having a baby lends itself to like some <laughs> drama in the family that's unnecessary sometimes. Dude,
0: but outside of, okay, we pretty much have, it can absolutely happen. We pretty much have a married life yeah, without the, the technical marriage.
1: Oh, you don't have to. Nah, I got gotcha. you. I'm right. there. I'm with you. We're we're homies, okay? We're, right. I just feel PICs. like I'm digging a hole
0: and I'm like trying to come out of it, but I feel like I keep <laughs> digging deeper.
1: No, you want to know why? I think the real truth is is that we just we blame it on our family. We nah. have some we have some tiny bits of tiny little remnants of trauma around the idea of it, and we're just trying to justify why it's not for us or why it is for us, and we're just t- trying to make sense of it all.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: uh, you know, and I, maybe I, a, a small piece of us like doesn't believe I, that it's like a real thing, like it's not something that we need. But we also whoa. want a, our own definition of it, and so we're just literally trying to recreate the wheel here.
0: Yeah, I think we're just trying to do what works for us. But like, I agree with you, and I don't at the same time. Are we? We're going long here, huh?
1: No, it's like, I just because <laughs> I looked at the time, we're going uh, a little
0: long here. Yes. Um. I also feel like I just I, wanted
1: to get to another email, but it's fine. Oh yeah.
0: We could do one more. I lean on accountability. Like I, maybe I haven't seen examples that I want, but if this idea of a lifelong commitment of a, in a good life together exists, then I just want to do the things that I feel like could make that happen or will make that happen.
1: Sure. I I 100% agree with that. I just want to throw this out there because there's a lot of young people listening who are, you know, thinking about marriage at some point in their life. I don't want to rule out that you can't progressively evolve and grow in a relationship while being married.
0: Sure. Yeah, I have nothing against it, you know?
1: Yeah, no, I just want to make sure that that's something that's heard because what it sounds like sometimes is that you want it to be X, Y, and Z before no crossing that line. But I think ultimately like you would set yourself up for an unrealistic expectation because we're always going to grow. We're always going to evolve. There always will be things
0: for sure. But I think in the beginning, like we could have jumped into something like that and, and gone like, you know, we really like don't know each other on the deepest levels yet. And maybe there's a thing here or there that we don't like, but we'll learn and we'll grow together as we go. Then you spend enough time together and you really get to know each other and you see what works and like what doesn't work for you. And if there's enough that doesn't work for you, at that point, like years in to say, like, I want to commit for my life to this, then now I feel like you're at a point where you're working to see if that stuff can play out, like can come into the picture, you know, mm-hmm. cause people can change. But if you spend enough time to say, you know, I like this, but this, this is just something that's a non-negotiable for me as a individual that I think has to change or you have to see something. Making some change around it to say like, okay, like now I'm, I'm willing to commit for a lifetime. Yeah. I, I feel like that's I get fair. It. No,
1: I think that's fair. I think that's fine. No, I think it's great. I think you, you right. said it well. Um Do you have
0: anything negative to say? Don't DM me. <laughs>
1: um, okay. Well, I feel good. I feel like we're, we're in a good place. Um, we can wrap it up. We'll save some of the emails for, gosh I was gonna say next week but I don't even know what next week's gonna be like
0: um yeah it's gonna probably gonna be wild we have we so we've banked a few episodes we have some really dope guests um, yeah that we're gonna bring in over the next few weeks and then eventually but
1: we'll always like keep like no, keep we'll, it yeah we'll be here current like I, I want to make sure that we're not just like you know I want to make sure people know what's up. We're I'm still just here. teasing. You yeah, yeah, you know, like no, no. Okay. Part that's what you're doing. Oh, gosh, good job. Okay. Good job. Just um, go ahead.
0: Yeah. So we'll be here, but we have some really dope guests for you guys. And then when we, you know, put our feet on the ground again, hopefully just a couple of weeks or a few weeks out from now, um, we'll sit down and we'll, we'll do, uh, the birth story for her. Whoa. Which would be wild.
1: Just send good vibes. Everyone good <laughs> I'm going to cry oh okay well that's it that's it for this week um, I'm excited it, let's do it tada we just pounded I wish people could watch our actions we're so
0: lame you don't want to see this room
1: <laughs> thank you guys for listening thank you for supporting us please leave a review on Apple Podcasts it really helps boost our show follow us on Instagram at adulting like AMF and um, you know be on the lookout for the big news We love
0: you. Let's do it.
1: Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Adulting Like a Mother Father. New shows drop every Tuesday on the Direct Message Network on Podcast One.